Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. continue we're live we're doing it hi how are you hi i'm great it's happening i'm so excited i know i'm so excited too so welcome everyone this is our podcast called you're killing it or are you or are you (laughs) exactly um so my name is tama my name is michelle grace hunger and i know what you're thinking not another fucking podcast, I know, <laughs> but. <laughs> but we decided that this is going to be a great idea to join forces uh, and basically deliver what we believe is a very valuable podcast. So why did we call it You're Killing It? Well, we were thinking about different names of a podcast that encompasses kind of what it's like to be a creative, a freelancer, all of those things in between. Um, and it actually came to me in a dream, sort of, in a dream state in the middle of the night, but it's something that people say to me all the time and it's something that I don't necessarily feel actually represents how I feel Mm. (laughs) in those moments, if that makes sense. So I guess from an outsider's perspective, yes, it might seem like I'm really successful and I'm doing all these really cool things and I'm killing it and... But what does that mean? So it just, yeah. it came to me and I sent it to you yeah. and you were really excited. And here we yeah, are. and 100%. <laughs> and I could identify with it too because it is such a funny thing. You were like, oh, people say this to me all the time. And I was like, that's so weird. Like people will send me messages being like, hey, I can see you're killing it. And it's like, but what does that actually mean? So let's unpack. So I love the fact that you had this dream at like 1.30 in the morning or something. You like woke up the next day, I've got our name. And I'm like. No, see what happened is I was was waking up as I usually do to go to the toilet like two or three times in a night because I have the tiniest bladder. And you guys, <laughs> me too. You need to know this about you need to know these personal details about us if you're coming on the ride. So um and it was in that state of half dreaming, half peeing. And yeah. I ran over to my phone and wrote it down because <laughs> I thought I, I'm not gonna remember this. And then mm. I woke up in the morning and there it was in my notes section. It's so good. And you're like, yes, and then you sent it to me. I was pumped. What I love. Yes is that we've drawn so many parallels in, in the time that we've met each other. I didn't know that you had a tiny bladder as well. <laughs> I, 
my dad calls me warehouse bladder. Like in New Zealand, there's like big W is like we've got the warehouse, and dad calls me warehouse bladder because it's it's oh. shit. It's just rubbish. Yeah. Cheap, yeah. Nasty. Well, my, it's like a it's kind of like a running joke with all of my friends because we will <laughs> arrive somewhere and I'll be like, okay, I need to go to the toilet. They're like, of course you do. Or like, it's as soon as the, the, we know we get out of a car somewhere, everyone will look at me. They're like, you need to go to the toilet, don't you? I'm like, yes. Oh, this is. It's, Yes. And if I'm on tour, the same thing there. Everyone's like, of course you need to go to the toilet. So Yes. I love that actually eases me so much because when <laughs> if we've decided to take the podcast on a live show, we will definitely be like we can't go to venues where there's no toilets nearby. Like it's going to be part of an accessibility requirement. It's a, a, absolutely accessibility. I always need to know that I'm within 20 minutes in the bathroom at all times. It's really essential. So do you? Do you? Do you? Oh man! Do you have to go before you eat a meal, or you can't enjoy the meal properly, or is that not one? I haven't thought about that. That's oh, hilarious, no. though. I don't, I can't leave the house though if I haven't gone because it, it's like so much anxiety. I can't get on a plane if Same. I haven't already gone to the. Because otherwise, like you don't know when the seatbelt sign is gonna be turned <laughs> off. I know what you're thinking, guys. It was not meant to be a podcast about our bladders, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. But so this is probably how lots of our ideas will come into fruition because we wake up and go to the toilet multiple times in a night yes. and that's when the and thinking happens. Yeah, it's like inspiration. Yeah. Like sparks at the most cr- like crazy times and that's hmm. what happened. So Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So why so that's why we decided to name the pod you're killing it because it's just something yeah. that constantly as, you know, two creative females doing our thing like Michelle, you have just released your uh, incredible music photography course um, online just just recently. So, um, yes. what? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I am a professional music photographer. I've been working in the industry for um, ten years now, and when COVID hit, um, the there was grants available for people that could. Um, show that they wanted to pivot their business in certain ways. So I went for a grant um, to do, like, create an online masterclass into music photography because nothing really exists like this. There's no there's no courses that you can do um, specifically for music photography at all, like, around the world. There's a few blog posts. There's a few people that are, like, podcasts, people that are sharing information, but nothing that's kind of written down. So... Um, I spent about six months putting this together uh, with some very dear friends of mine, Ash and Chloe, who really helped me pull this all together. Um, and it's basically just a brain dump of everything that I've learned that no one taught us at the start. So re- like from really, really, really basic stuff that you might even think is common sense but just isn't um, through to, you know, more advanced stuff and um, things like pricing and contracts and copyright and stuff that you just have to learn. Like nobody tells you this stuff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people give away rights to things and they don't understand copyright or they get bullied into stuff or, you know, because they're told other photographers do things. And so I just wanted to put it into a, you know, a kind of easy to digest course. It's very, yeah. very much written in my own voice it's not academic language or anything like that so um yeah so far so good which is very exciting yeah and it's such a um it's such an exciting thing that you are when I when you first told me about this I was instantly pumped about the fact that like there are just 
there's not enough of this stuff out there. And I think for people like us who've been in business and in the creative industry for uh, you know a lengthy amount of time, there are so many things that we wish we could have been told or that we could have learned down the track. And um, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In order to be, it's kind of like you have to you have to make mistakes to learn. Like you mm. you, you have to fuck up in a way or get like blacklisted or something mm. like that. Like that's. <laughs> You have to learn in the most harsh way sometimes. So this is trying mm. to help people avoid going through all of the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And I love that. It's, you know, I think about with my music kind of um, experiences and creating music and releasing music. And then on the other side, being a, a coach that works in technology mm. and businesses. What's so weird about it is that being able to bring those two together. So a rec- being a recording artist that plays gigs and things like that, but then also coaching, you know, teams. What's so weird is that when it's you and it's your own music, it doesn't necessarily mean or your own, you know, say for you, your own your own photography work. Mm. Sometimes it doesn't mean that you're actually listening to your own advice. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> so I think sometimes hearing it from somebody else um, on the outside to be able to, you know, so for me, getting advice from, say, like yourselves or mm. Rob and Locke from Funny Business Podcast, which are our yes. best friends. Um, Besties. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they often give advice around, you know, what I should be, like, you know, doing with releasing my music or have you tried this mm. or have you tried this? But that's what I'm constantly doing in the business world for, for you know, people mm. creating digital products and stuff like that. And I just like the fact that you have um, taken all of your um, experiences, your expertise, your, um, I guess your kind of just your mojo and put <laughs> it into this, this course that people can, can kind of do at their own pace and be able to, to learn and extract. Yeah. I mean, the main thing is like, um, it's about hearing sometimes, like even with like sharing experiences to know that other people have gone through, you know, adversities or stuff that you mm. feel like potentially might be a roadblock or a, a shitty experience. So, like, you know, and, and I do this across all different platforms, um, different groups that I'm, you know, Facebook groups or whatever when I'm sharing advice. But just mm. for people to know, oh, yeah, I had this shitty experience with a security guard or I had this shitty experience with a client and just to, like, actually say, hey, this is really normal and yeah. it is kind of part of what we have to deal with and here are some ways to deal with that. Here's some coping mechanisms or here is some advice in what to do in that situation. Just helps, I think, rather than like brushing them off or or downplaying a situation or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally agree. Yeah, and I think this is why we wanted to start this podcast as well was to be able to create a forum for people to, um, you know, here like we will be having some guests down the track and but most of the time it'll be you and I like chewing the fat around Mm. these sorts of things and yeah and about uh, our bladders and all the other things we have (laughs) or like what happened to you this week kind of yeah some of them will go on air but some of them won't (laughs) some of them might not make it but (laughs) (laughs) one that I did want to laugh about though is um that happens is like the sliding into the the dms on linkedin which is funny because that's happened to me 
in the last few days. Oh, that's only happened to me once. And it was so (laughs) weird. I was so, because like, I mean, we're going to cover this, I think, in other podcasts, but like I've been in a relationship for 23 years. My husband and I have been together since we were 19 years old. So I'm aging myself. But so I guys are like power couple. We, I hit, you know, he's, that's my best friend. That's my rock. That's, you know, he, I mean, so much about him. He's great. But so no one ever slides into my DMs, right? <laughs> so everyone knows I'm in a relationship. I've been married forever. I've been married for 12 years. And uh, yeah. so so when when something weird like that happens, it really hits me for six. Like I'm very shocked because it just doesn't happen and I'm not prepared for it. But someone did on LinkedIn once and I was like so confused because <laughs> I was like it, is he asking about photography? Like, what's going on? So, but what happened yeah. with you? Tell me your experience. Oh, well, I had a few funny ones recently, actually. Like, for one, when I was flying over, because obviously I'm based on the avocado farm in Cuddy Cuddy, which is North Island of New Zealand. Um, I had, I guess, pre-COVID was all the the dreams of, of moving over to LA, of all places. I've got some awesome friends over there and um, and... Obviously, things just went a bit a, a bit pear shaped with COVID, and and I kind of had to. I, I guess I gave up my visa recently, uh, which was a really really hard decision mm-hmm. because I had had some dad had had a few heart complications, and um, when with just with all the restrictions and stuff, it was we were looking at about I could be waiting up to six months to mm-hmm. to get back home if I needed to get home, and it was just like yeah, I don't know if I want to take that risk. Anyway, so I was going to New Zealand to um, spend some time with fam and then I'd be going off to LA. Uh, so I'd been working from the avocado farm, um, obviously, with the boys, um, Rob and Locke, and um, been working remotely for a lot of it and kind of just striking up conversations and and uh, meeting new connections and different networks on LinkedIn and just really enjoying the hustle, you know. And it's so funny because I booked a flight to come over here in April um, and it was just really weird because I hadn't caught a flight for so long. So yeah. I came here at the end of April to see the boys do business. Obviously, you and I um, struck up our, our, yeah. our immediate bond. bond. I know. Straight away, I was like, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so natural and good. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I was coming over to Melbourne to do to do some hustling and stuff and and. Uh, but I was on the plane and there was a guy that was like, are you, are you Tammy Martin? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I know you from LinkedIn. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. I never thought that someone would recognize you from LinkedIn. From LinkedIn. That's, That's so hilarious. Crazy. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. So, he, but he was a really cool guy. Like there was all all good like very like similar connections and um yeah yeah we'd already connected and stuff it was just really funny that it was like oh you know obviously recognizing the photo he's a really good guy um but yeah no just of of late just kind of um just interesting sort of ambiguous messages where you're like I'm not really sure what's going on like I think especially on LinkedIn, because if you get it in other, you know, if you get it on Instagram or Twitter or something, you're probably, it's probably less ambiguous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. LinkedIn <laughs> is specifically for business, like business purposes, you know? Oh, very, that would be so uh, very confusing, very confusing. It's, it's very funny. But I think, you know, for you saying you've been in a 23-year relationship, 
um, it's an interesting one. Like, you know, you were like, oh, it doesn't really happen. But I think um, people, you know, people can just just tell, I guess. If, if Yeah, if, I, I've yeah. been told that before. It's def- I definitely have a aura of not available. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and I, because so, I, I'm like, I don't. Am I projecting that I'm married? I don't know. I must be. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I'm not. It's not a secret, and I, there's, you know, I put Jarvis in my stories all the time and stuff yeah. like that. But um, I don't know. I just find it funny because I feel like you hear. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same the other way. Like I feel like, yeah, if a man's married, it's not so much like he wouldn't ever not get attention I don't know it's very it's a bit strange to me it is it a feels funny like one. I'm always like do I have a pulse am I alive <laughs> am I just just not attractive anymore does <laughs> no it, I know it's the like- opposite of what like people don't like to be harassed I'm like harass me like I'm, <laughs> I'm like, don't care about what someone, you wish for. for the love of God somebody <laughs> harass me I'm gonna start sending all my pests onto yours I'd be like, yeah, sorry. That's what my friends do. That's what my friends do. They send me all of their uh, unsolicited dick pics that they get because I never get them. I'm like, what's going on? I don't get them. What the hell? You don't want to, though. No, I know. I know. I am joking, but it is kind of, sometimes you're kind of like, oh, like, am I just, I'm over the hill. I'm past it. No, (laughs) you're, you're a total babe. Honestly, I think it's it's funny because I'm very private about my dating life and stuff on my Instagram and stuff. Like mm. you wouldn't you wouldn't get like you can't go back through my history on any of my things and see apart from when I was married. <laughs> I mean, another story that we'll yeah, touch that's, on a, later. that's another day. <laughs> but um, but there's I don't I've never really given away very much. But it's mm. still funny, even though I don't give away very much, I still get. Um, people like just propositioning and sliding in there but it's like oh I'm actually I don't I don't I don't think that I give off for like hey I'm I'm because I'm just like go away I don't just piss off hey I'm single ready to mingle vibe but I, I don't it's it's very strange to me like I there must be something that's the train guys if you're wondering what that oh yeah sound is. every um, 20 minutes oh, that was less than 20 minutes no I think it was bang on Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Bang on 20 minutes. Do you have like just forever anxiety? Just I like... actually don't hear it at all. Okay. I'm just aware because we're recording, but usually it just fades into the background. I literally don't hear it until somebody points it out. Oh. But I can today because I'm hyper aware because we're recording. But yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is, but the sound of a train makes me so anxious because I'm like, oh, yeah, interesting. It, it's like, it's like the quick, go to the toilet, run, or you're going to miss the train. Oh, like, that, God, of... that would be bad if you, um, if you lived here. <laughs> 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 You'd just be yeah. constantly running. You know, I d- actually, I don't notice it at all, but um, I don't even notice it when I'm streaming, but like today, <laughs> of all times, I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, it's all good. I can't, I can't hear it from where I am, but I am okay. trying to be careful that I'm not knocking um the microphone with my curly with your hair yes yeah exactly I can't even remember what we were talking about but something about nobody ever slides into my dms but you like you said (laughs) be careful what you wish for so we put this podcast out I might get a like an avalanche which you know this is gonna be guys guys 
<laughs> don't go and look at the pictures of Jarvis and then you'll stay I'm away because so- he's a good looking man. <laughs> he is such a babe. I know. I'm totally joking. This is very tongue in cheek. I do not want to be propositional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, so sorry, I'm not available, but my friend Michelle Grace Hunt is available. <laughs> not, not really available, but available in uh, no. like her inbox. Yeah, she's just accepting propositions. She's not, she's not available <laughs> at all. But if you needed somewhere to send your unsolicited <laughs> photos, you could. So she can talk about them on Twitch. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. I don't. don't. No, no. We're not encouraging that. We're, we're not, not encouraging. encouraging that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but so we basically returning back to what we were talking about and um, why we're doing this pod. I know there's so many diversions. I love it. <laughs> um, Already. Yeah, Already. I know. So, you know, the reason from from my mind and the same as you with you know your music course and things like that is that we basically want to offer you all of you who are listening and tuning in um just a forum to be able to express like yeah what what are some of the things that we need to unpack and talk about in the creative world we've got some really interesting um topics that we're super excited to share on this journey together um and yeah i guess we can we can give you a few kind of little sneak peeks into yeah, some of the a little teaser, topics. a little teaser of what's coming up. Do you cool. want to talk about leave me on scene? <laughs> leave me on scene. I mean, going back to the DM topic, um, yeah. we, this one came up because I was professionally ghosted in a situation. Actually, it was in the process of writing the course. Um, professionally ghosted and um, just completely dropped off the face of the planet, really. Um, mm. And so I was just talking to you about, like, the psychological damage that caused and the anxiety and, and all the stuff around that. Mm. Um, and we're just, yeah, we were just, talk, like, talking about how that seems to be a more common thing um, professionally and personally for people mm. just to ghost, just mm. to, you know, when something gets too hard or they don't want to deal with, I guess, confrontation about... Um, you know, even in relationships or so, people will just, you know, vanish. And yeah. um, I think it's shitty. I think it's mm. really shitty. And, like, people yeah. might come out to defend their ghosting. I just can't <laughs> think of a situation where I would do that to someone. And I, I just, I would always want to, like, explain my situation or where I was at. Um, no matter how kind of tricky that was. And, uh, yeah, so we just thought that would be a great yes. topic. And you, you said you kind of, like, brought it up at a dinner party and it got really heated, which yeah. I thought was so cool because obviously yeah. people have strong opinions on this, which is exactly. awesome. And, and it's, it's not just this act of leave me on scene. So for those of you that are listening that don't know what, the, what leave me on scene is, it's basically, you know, you see the, the scene uh, under your message in Instagram or Messenger or mm. lots of people don't know what that, well, you know, people I've spoken to in the past, been like, what does that mean to leave me on scene? Mm. But yeah, like Michelle said, it's, it's, it's the ghosting and. Um, Just the no response. In, yeah. Um, and I would say specifically in situations that probably deserved a response. We're not saying, you know, you're leaving an abusive relationship and you have to keep responding to, so it's nothing like that. It's just, no. it's that courteous kind of, respect thing mm. uh, to give give someone a reason that you're leaving uh, a relationship mm. or a project or you know a business yep. uh, situation yep. or whatever 
Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to talk about that when we get yeah. into that part. Yes, yes, it's it's definitely uh, created some uh, interesting debates around the dinner table. So <clears throat> yeah, and the other thing too, to the other thing too with um, even the extension of Leave Me On Scene 2 is like the delayed, like really delayed response, <laughs> which we were talking about is like kind of really common in our industry. Yeah, I I am a little, well, I have definitely done that before quite a few times. So Yeah, so I'm like, I'm one of those people that responds to everything immediately. <laughs> so I, yeah. I don't really understand it, but I've got a lot of friends who either have, um, especially my friends with ADHD, mm. because a lot of them say, and that's a, that's a lot of my creative friends actually, a lot of them say that they sometimes think they've responded but they haven't, things like that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to get into all of the different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good People don't one. respond, take ages or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yep, that's going to be a good one. So, yeah, that's that's something that we're super excited to unpack down the track as well. So, <laughs> Um, another, and maybe talk to someone that does it as well, like yes. to, like someone outside, hopefully. So yes. we'll see. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we might bring an outsider's perspective of someone that does it because, yeah, we don't, we're we not the type of people to do that. Um, I'm a semi-instant responder, probably not as much mm. as yourself, and then and then we'll bring someone on who is just not a responder. So it's going to be yeah. super exciting. Um, yeah. We've got a few other things. So you picked up the camera at, at 31 years old or something, didn't you? So yes, we are going to unpack that as well in another podcast. And it's basically what we were, what we wanted to say is, is it too late to follow your passion? Um, yeah. Lots of people feel like, oh, no, I'm just, it's not, I'm not relevant because of my age. Or even yes. in, in personal uh, realm, you know, lots of people, I've been speaking to a friend who's in a really tricky position of, um, not super happy in her, I guess, relationship and going, um, It's but is it too late to start again? And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. so not only is it too late to follow your passion, but is it too late to um, start a new career or, yeah. you know, it, all these sorts of things. and Make these big life decisions, yeah. yeah. It's something I'm super passionate about because, um, yeah, so I was older and also when I started touring, um, I didn't start touring until I was about 37 or 38, which is really unusual. So, mm. you know, just to tell people like a lot, I think specifically women too, they feel mm. like people won't want to hire them or be around them when they're older for some reason. So, I mean, I, I'll talk about this a lot in the podcast, but like, mm. I, you know, age is literally just a number yeah. and you're only as old as you feel. And I definitely don't feel anywhere near my age mm. and, um, you know, I think sometimes it's a projection of what other people feel like you need to be doing rather than actually how you feel. So I'm just really out there waving the flag and saying, hey, it's possible. I made this really big life decision and career change. it, And it was, you know, it worked out really well for me. So just that's to it. see that somebody's done it, I think, can be really inspiring. So that's uh, why I want to share that kind of story. Yeah. And I love that. And I think to your point as well, like, you know, our between, you know, my Spotify followers and, you know, your huge following that you have on Twitch and, and Instagram and across all different platforms. Mm. I, 
Um, our our listeners and our our audience and our followers, you know, they're between kind of fifteen to thirty four. You know, like we, yeah, exactly. you know, but primarily, like my, I guess, my listeners of of my music are sitting around the kind of twenty to twenty seven. Mm. You know, and your your streamers and stuff are quite significantly younger than younger. Them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. Another reason why we just see a really amazing opportunity to be able to reach people who are younger than us, who are navigating through it, or even if you're not younger, but you're looking at having a complete career change or a career a life change. change. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's about challenging some of those like gender roles that are, you know, you're taught at a young age, you should be doing this, or you should have been married by then, or you should have had mm. children by all of those things, just challenging those a little bit and showing that there's other options. And um, not to say either is right or wrong, or there, you know, because I'm very much about um, individual choice and pathways and what's right for you, but just to show another side, you know, yeah. that's, that's my, that's always my aim. Yeah. I love that. And just, yeah, so that's going to be a really cool one. Um, We won't dig too deep because I know you and I were like, we could probably sit here and talk till midnight. But but, so we won't unpack all of our ideas in in one go. But um, the other... Uh, other kind of topics we're excited to touch on in, in, the, in the podcast are, are going to be around um, knowing your worth. So it is in the, mm. in the creative world. Um, there seems to be a significant um, disparity between uh, sports professionals and, and people paying money for sport um, and turning up to, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I think sports fantastic. Like I love baseball and um, basketball or mm. kind of like skateboarding, surfing, those mm. kind of sports. Um, not so much a footy person but you know it's whatever but um (laughs) but you know people will pile into a stadium and pay um you know without questioning tickets to watch their favorite sports team whereas rallying up troops to turn up to to sell out a venue um for an up-and-coming band um, or artists seems to be a lot harder for people um and yeah or even just to support creative friends you know if it's a graphic designer or a photographer or all of the different pathways like it seems to be much of a much more of a challenge you know or an artist you know someone that paints or draws or whatever it seems to be there's a perception I think that sometimes our art should be free um and or what we do is fun and it's a hobby. <laughs> yes, um, yes. So I'm really big about challenging that and, and um, uh, teaching people how to not think about money um, yeah. as a dirty thing or something that you shouldn't be, uh, that you shouldn't own, you know, that you yes. should, you are, um, you're worth, you know, like you said. So I, I'm really excited about that. something that I really like to um, teach and, and mentor in the space that I'm in. So uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, that's going to be another perfect one to be uh, uh, diving into, um, <clears throat> which is another good segue to, um, we're not going to give away all of our topics, but we do <laughs> want to get them, you, couple you, of them. Yeah, we'll <laughs> give away a couple, which is another one is, um, is, is what hap- we've got one that is what happens if, or what happens if you don't make it um which is going to be quite interesting isn't it because yeah. that kind of leads us on to a, a big question that we will um that I want to ask you Michelle and that that you know you ask me as well so you know there's that what happens if you don't make it but also I think you and I had said to each other well define 
success here like what yeah. is what, what is, is making, making it? it yeah what does that yeah. mean and yeah. yeah yeah so what I think for it's you? different yeah it's different for everybody but um for me when I started um music photography success looked like to me um deriving the majority of my income from music related clients that was yep. that was always my goal so you know when I first started I was shooting weddings and I was shooting events and kind of whatever I could to pay the bills but I always wanted to be a music photographer first and foremost that was always my goal and there'll be a lot of people listening saying you're crazy you boxed yourself in why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> maybe I am crazy but um I my passion and the 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 clients that really I really connected with has always been musicians so mm. that's what I got the most joy out of so that's why I wanted to do that and so that was my definition of success um in the beginning and then when you reach that goal then you have to you know I've redefined those goals many times now but that was my initial um I guess benchmark yeah 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 Yeah. and I think um the I think that success changes on people Mm. um as as the time goes by uh different experiences accumulate into different um you know opinions and and experiences that you can just kind of go well success to me this like five years ago looked like this yes but now it looks like this but it's more around for me I think um understanding and being able to like encapsulate for yourself what does success look like to me Mm. and how am I measuring that like Am I measuring that, that, you know, I, you know, someone might say, oh, success is having a million dollars in the bank. Okay. Mm. Well, how do you measure that? Because if you're going to get a million dollars in the bank because you've gone and hacked a whole lot of people and stole money. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is that successful? Or, um, you know, with your, is your dignity compromised with success metrics? Integrity. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So I think it's really important for people that they actually can, um, identify what does success look like for you but why why is that yeah. why is that um that why have you chosen that as a goal and um really digging deeper into the um the whys of it so yeah, yeah why is that absolutely. important to you the five whys you know why is that important to you mm. okay so why you know just really being able to unpack that with people because I think if you start using the five whys with people to ask them, well, why is that important? Well, why do you want to do that? What, people yeah. really have to answer um, and drill a bit deeper into from that face value stuff to be like, shit, okay, well, actually, why is it that that's important uh, to me in my life at this point in time? And, um, and sometimes too, I think you have to get to a point of success that you had thought previously was the measure of success. And then you mm. get there and you're like, but there's so much more like I, you know, mm. and, and that's why I, I was saying about redefining those goals and mm. um, like success post COVID to me looks so different than success pre COVID. Oh, you yes. know, I've completely changed the way that I view everything now. Um, yes. And, you know, the constant need to be hustling and showing that I'm doing stuff that's completely changed for me now. So yeah. um, because, you know, it's changed for everybody and, I think that's really good. I think those mm. moments in life that make you really, um, you know, grateful, that's, what's, that's what I look at now. Like I look at things like do I feel happy? 
in the yes. morning, you know, yes. am I happy in my relationship? Yeah. Am I, you know, am I, do the clients that I have, are they, you know, fulfilling that joy that I always was looking for at the start? It's, it's a lot smaller things now rather than bigger, you know, I have to shoot with this artist or be on this front cover of this magazine or whatever. It's, it's mm. kind of more um, smaller day-to-day goals that are just keeping me afloat in the fourth lockdown. Maybe that's it. Could be the, could success be is staying out of lockdown. Success ah. is getting out of my pajamas today. <laughs> and putting on half a face. We hey, put we on like- half a face today for the yes. podcast. <laughs> success. I know. Well, we because you were like, are we videoing this? And I'm like, I think we'll just record the audio. But then it's like, but we are going to get a little snapshot. So we better do. So I was like, all right, half a face. Here we go. Well, it looks absolutely beautiful. And um, as do you. Oh, thanks. We will. We will be getting a snapshot for you uh, by the end of this um, session of this podcast, so you can see us together. In our different rooms, Michelle, right on the train station. I'm staying yes. with friends in Mount Martha at the moment, down in the Wellington Peninsula. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll probably make it back to the avocado farm in New Zealand at some point in time. But yes, fingers crossed you make it back there with this bloody COVID situation. But COVIDy ones, I know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, well, this has been our first episode of You're Killing It. I guess you're um, killing it. <laughs> you're killing it, Michelle. I guess because we have pee bladders, we'll probably yeah. limit, limit ourselves. Yeah, to we're going to have to limit them. Episodes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, it's like when I'm streaming on Twitch, I always have to have a little pee break. But you know, people get used to it. I really love love it that you've got a small bladder as well I get so much shit about it but now same same honestly we can partner on this together we can this works so well for us it really does (laughs) I love how many things we have in common it's very funny I know it's very cool All right. Well, I think that uh, we are super excited to be um, diving deeper into the um, all these topics we covered with you all today. But yeah, we just wanted to get together and kind of introduce ourselves and tell you why we're doing this. And um, and yeah, I mean, I just think we've got a little bit of something, something to offer people that are, um, you know, not your traditional kind of podcasts that people are doing like I don't know we're just going to unpack some funny shit and some some hopefully hopefully people enjoy it we'll see how it goes look if if nothing else we're having fun exactly that's all that matters because it's like well we 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 sit here and we're like you've got something very valuable to say and like yeah I'm sure that other people I think we both do it's like that's there's there's a differing perspectives in in um, both of our worldviews that I think is funny and interesting and I'm really excited to continue to talk to you about stuff it's gonna be great I know me too all right well thanks everyone for tuning into the very very first episode of you're killing it yay and uh, we we look forward to I know we look forward to seeing you all soon all right thanks Bye. bye bye hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.